2: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Rotten Tomatoes is Wrong. My name is Mark Ellis, hosting alongside my trusty co-pilot, Jacqueline Coley, who was looking up a lot of facts about the film, nay, the book that the film is very loosely based on that we're talking about today.
0: A little bit because it was it was nostalgia bringing me back because, you know, the summer never forgets. Even if I will forget that the thing is based in summer, the summer never forgets.
2: And I never forget that it's based on a book. Thanks to you reminding <laughs> me about this fact in the green room. That I think I actually read this book yeah, in, in, in high Duncan. school. Yeah, Lois Duncan. Yeah, Lois Duncan. Totally forgot. I read a lot of Lois Duncan material. And today on the show is a guest that I am so super excited about. It's our friend Heather Grace Hancock. You know her, uh, great performer from NCIS. She's in a Criminal Minds, SWAT. You really book a lot of stuff, and so taking time out of your busy schedule to come here and chat with us about 1997's classic. I know what you did last summer. Some people have called it Scream Light. I don't. Because (gasps) I think this stands on its own.
0: Yeah, (sighs) I mean, this was part of the like, what I consider the Sweet Valley High sort of like, (sighs) Like like um, with paperbacks. a horror event. yeah, yeah. Like there were these like yeah, yeah, paperbacks yeah. that were geared towards teens, and they were either they were like the later series Goosebumps that were meant for like aging up kids, mm-hmm. and then there was also like these like total YA ones that were like kind of serious, and they were very freaking popular as far as box office. And this one sort of like paves way, even if they were cheesy. And if you're lucky, the sequel will add a black person.
2: <laughs> I still know what you did last summer, and I'm more progressive. Yep but I still know what you Just did Just like summer. the Scream franchise.
0: Like I said, if they didn't want yeah. to appear that they were cribbing from each other, they should have made it a little bit less obvious. And
2: there's the shared Agreed. DNA of Kevin Williamson with, you know, having heavy involvement in both Scream, the franchise, and I know what you did last summer. We're talking about this movie, A, because it's a classic. B, totally. because Scream 6 comes out tomorrow, mm. and we're very excited about taking place in New York. It's a whole different kind of vibe now. Grace, let me ask you, uh, you're some weeks younger than I. When did you come across? Were you allowed to see? I know what you did last summer when it hit theaters in nineteen (laughs) ninety seven.
3: I mean, well, first of all, I'm so happy to be here. I didn't mean to like gloss over that. Thank you for having me. Um, certainly not. I was a very, I was a pretty wee young age at that time, but also um, in the household that I grew up in, horror films were the gateway drug to Satan, so <gasps> we were not allowed to partake. Uh, so I watched okay. it much later in life. Um, well, but I love
2: it. When, so probably by the time you came across it, it was known that the movie was rotten on the tomato meter. Forty four percent, forty one percent audience score, which is the more surprising number of the 2 that it's that low because is audiences it? tend to love horror movies and it's like mm-hmm. attracting the teen fan base. Yeah. It's
0: not popular with horror heads though. It's popular with teen girls. Ah, like you okay. have to remember like this is not That's what fair. I would consider a purest horror film. The the biggest I would say contradiction between I know what you did last summer and Scream is Scream at least pretended that hot people being murdered was not the only appeal. <laughs>
2: It had the meta horror yeah. movie references <laughs> yes. that I Know You Did Last Summer yeah.
0: doesn't. I've, I've said this. You can always tell when people are in a genre and they love it and create things from within it as they, as they love it, and there are people that are sort of like deigning to do it, and they're doing mm-hmm. it in kind of like a cutesy way. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't feel like they don't like this genre. Like, you can tell, like, they're so schmaltzy with it. They're so cheesy with it. Like, they're treating it like a Hallmark movie.
2: (laughs) I mean, you could look at this movie as being like the the Hallmark oxygen lifetime Christmas movie of horror films where a guy dies and kids are responsible and then he's going to come back to haunt them the next summer. Grace, I'm going to turn it to you first. Is Rotten Tomatoes wrong about I Know What You Did Last Summer and that 44% rotten on the tomato meter?
3: I mean, I have to say, yeah, and I am surprised that the audience score is so low as well. But I feel like even though it's got its things, but it's also—it's kind of wholesome, like we were talking with Hallmark. Like, I was shocked to find it was rated R. I was like, for what? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm desensitized as shit. But I was like, shouldn't this be, like, PG? But I think it's very—it starts right away. There's no fat to trim. It's fun. It's a ride. We come in on that big, epic— freezing cold view on the ocean and, you know, what's-his-name is like spinning his little charm and then you're like, oh, what's going on there? So it grabs you right away and it's very episodic. You have different little sort of chapters for each character. We go from this to this to this and each one is kind of like its own little thing like Barry's almost murder and then Sarah Michelle Gellar are like running through town. So it's like we get this, we get this, and they're all kind of like one right after the other. It's pretty fast-paced there's some action there's some little twisties and turnies like i i really enjoy it like you don't you i never get bored my adhd brain is like Right there with them the whole time, it's which a, is hard to do. It's a good yeah. ride,
2: and and I think that the impetus for the action, for all the guilt and the cover up and all that stuff, like it's a pretty tense scene. You know, they're morons, b- yeah. like these kids, but they, but I mean, they still they hit a guy and will. What do we do about this? Our whole futures are on the line here. Yeah, I do love. They this were detention. still
0: white, dude. Like they were and, gonna be. Well, fine. they were playing
2: white characters. I mean, facts. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta shout out my boy Freddie Prince Jr. Facts. Yeah.
0: Facts. He was not playing Freddie Prince Jr. He was playing Tommy some. What is he? What is he actually
2: playing? Uh, the character's name is Mark Ellis. <laughs> That's who he was playing. It's the my least favorite character. Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> close, Ray Bronson.
2: That's pretty. That's Ray Bronson. Ray. Ray. Ray Bronson sounds like, like he comes from a, a family of cops and he wants yeah. to be a poet. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's Dev, the name I'm getting. Which is kind of
3: how he plays it as well. Kind of how he plays <laughs> and it. And it would be like
0: Finding Bronson. It would be very that. What? And
3: he's just like riding in his little sh- like shrimp boat. He's just
2: like, <laughs> today. <laughs> Dear Diary, <laughs> ran over the <to> Gordon's Fisherman. <laughs> Tough day. <laughs> Jack, but I'm trying to get a read on you. Because I don't know how you feel about this movie on The Tomato Meter. I know you celebrate these kind of novels still in your personal and relaxation life. I don't know if it translates to the 44% on the tomato meter for I know what you did last summer.
0: It's a hard litmus test to have. Like, I don't know what the litmus test is. There's... If this was flipping through the channels, if I still flip through channels, but let's be real, we don't do that anymore. We flip through TikTok. If I was flipping through TikTok, <laughs> yes. though, yes, we do. and they had scenes from this movie spliced, I would watch the scene and yeah. then go to the TikTok page to see if they had other scenes to To Grace's watching. point, there's yeah. a lot
2: of good vignettes that yes. you're just like, yeah. oh, this is a fun chase. This is a thrilling moment. This is a, this is an interpersonal dynamic. And so there's like there's a lot of good stuff in here.
0: It's not Cruel Intentions, which I think is a movie of that time yeah. that is really good, that falls within this quote unquote trope of like teen drama that still stands up. And I still think that's a good movie. It's based on literature. It does. This is not that. So I can't. Basically, what I'm saying is this is a very enjoyable bad movie that I would queue up anytime. <laughs> and I could see how it could be fresh but I know why it's rotten and I don't think there's anything wrong with it.
2: Okay, you seeing how it could be fresh is you looking through my sunglasses with this movie because I'm not saying it's a great movie. It's nowhere close to Scream, but I feel like the redeeming value of this movie, why I think I could get it to fresh. I think Rotten Tomatoes is a little wrong here. It's a little low because the premise is just that good. The premise mm, yeah. is so good where you take kids who are, look, there's not those kids. Some of them are really stuck up. Some of them are very privileged. You have this this action, this incident that happens, threatens to ruin their entire adulthood. And so what do you do in that situation? I love when a movie makes you consider what you would do, how you would act. We all like to think that, mm. you know, you're the Avatar movies. We all love to think we'd be <laughs> that one Marine that's like, hey, no, let's, let's help the Navi. Would we, though? <laughs> Would we, if the if the three of us were driving in a car, we had a little too much to drink, we're about to go to college, all this possibility, we run over some weird fisherman guy who's, why is he standing in the road anyway? He possibly can't have a family or anybody that cares about him. Just roll him into the river. What and do we
3: do? I learned a lot about you in the past two seconds. I didn't seconds, say what I was going to And I do. knew it. I knew it. But wow. it does, it, it builds that anxiety that a lot of shows and films do where it's like, you're right about, like, life is about to get so good. Like, your whole life is ahead of you. You're graduated, Like, you have no bills yet. It's like they're on the precipice of adulthood, and then it's like, wah, wah, and they're like, oh, no. So it gives you that immediate anxiety, because we all know there's nothing more anxiety-inducing than somebody who's hiding something from the law, and they're, like, living their life like, I wasn't there. What do you mean? (laughs) And we're all just like— (laughs) <laughs> okay. Cool. Like it's very it's effective.
2: And despite uh, the yeah. murdering, despite the murdering, there is similarities between this quartet and who they were in real life at the time. Just because they yeah. were they were on the precipice of their wonderful careers that they've had. You got Freddie Prince Jr., Ryan Philippe, uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Sarah and Fred actually met on the set of this, I think. And, yeah. and Jennifer Love Hewitt yeah. was sort of the now known as like the final girl. In this movie, that's like the hard term that they use. So written by Kevin Williamson, as we said, who also did Scream 1, 2, and 4. Well, I want to give a shout out on the website, on RottenTomatoes.com. There's 30 great scenes in rotten movies is the list. And the chase sequence where our famous killer chases Michelle Geller all through town made it. Uh, other great scenes in rotten movies that they gave a shout out to were... The rhino giving a birth scene <laughs> in Ace Ventura 2, <laughs> When Nature Calls, and Cher's solo in Burlesque.
0: Yes. Yeah. Which was a
2: movie that was a lot of hype, and then it turned out to be, but Cher's in it.
0: And you know what? Our former editor-in-chief, Joel, I believe that he was the fan club of one that made sure Cher was on that <laughs> list. Not saying that she didn't deserve to get there on her. their on her own merits, but as long as Joel was editor-in-chief, she was going to be on that mm-hmm. list, so I can't really like have her own it. On her sharing the love.
2: Fingerprints still around. Joel is a huge scream hug. I yeah. can't wait for his thoughts on yeah. Scream 6. And I'm oh, excited yeah. to see Scream 6. I still have to finish Me Scream too. 5. You haven't seen Scream
3: 5, I've seen parts of it. It's like the disappointment weighing but on why? my chest well, you guys know, you know my schedule I, mean? I
2: go home after I do my stand up shows yeah. at night I go home I have some herbal remedy and I watch <laughs> a movie and I usually make it about an hour in and then it's, it doesn't I'm, I'm riveted by the film so far I love what they're doing I have my thoughts as to who the killer might be I'm just gonna say I think it's Jack Quaid I don't, I don't I'm not making eye contact with anybody that's who I think right now about an hour in and uh, I'm very excited for Scream 6 so we're prepping for that <laughs>
3: so we can't talk <laughs> my about hand, it. My hand was so powerful it stopped I you in your tracks. Don't know,
2: yeah, no, great. But enough. how do we
3: know that Molly isn't waiting to see who the killer is too? You're napping. Maybe she's not. Okay, the Wonder is Dog selfish.
2: is snoring at least 40 minutes before You know, I
3: sometimes am. my dogs snore when this they're awake. So. I was going to say, your dog is like <laughs>
0: queen like underneath everything? your feet laughing yes. yeah. and like snoring and oh, like um,
2: yeah for those of you uh, listening or watching us <laughs> um, and you're relatively yeah, new <laughs> to the show Jacqueline, Grace and me if you combined all of our dogs you have one like quote real dog Yeah, they're you all tiny if you combined all of us and mutated them together yeah uh, which I would be interested in, in doing let's do uh, hypothetically. let's do the synopsis Jacqueline uh, yeah, tell but, me what this movie's about then we'll uh, hit up our, our good friend Tim Ryan for what the critics were saying at the time this came out
0: yeah so this this is the quote unquote four popular kids in school. They're the, you know, <laughs> homecoming queen, the very rich uh, bad boy James Spade type, the jock, and the bookish girl with the great rack. Sorry, that is actually not very nice to Jennifer Love Hewitt, but that was literally nice. her. Per- it was basically her persona in it, but the I four of we them- were all thinking. <laughs> of I, I was looking at her eyes. I mean, you definitely have, you know, your Ginger and Marianne, you know, the, the vixen and the girl next door we're doing here, right here. So these archetypes of the new breakfast club our four friends, and it is the last (laughs) night before summer vacation. They are out, they are young, they are living life, they're about to all go off to school, and tragedy strikes. They're drinking on the beach. Yeah, they're drinking on the beach, they're, you know-
2: Doing other stuff on the beach.
0: Doing premarital (laughs) things, teenage (gasps) things, and all of a sudden, on their way back, when they're feeling the time of their lives, screaming up on the rooftops, they hit a man in a Fisherman's coat, and they, you know, they agree they're never going to say anything. Like, we killed this guy. We're never going to tell the truth because it's going to end our lives because we would be killing somebody while we're drunk driving.
2: And my guy Freddie's driving. Yeah,
0: and ah. Freddie is driving and, when this and happens. And sober, but and he, has,
3: he has liquor spilled on him, so nobody would believe Nobody it. would
0: believe him. They're definitely going to be in trouble. There's no way they're going to get out of this without them doing whatever. They all make the pact. They decide to do whatever they're doing. At the end... Uh, They end up coming back one year later back to the town and they get the note that goes to Jennifer Love Hewitt scrawled across in very... Iconic writing. What'd it say? <laughs> I know what you did last summer. That's the movie. That's the title of the movie. And the, you know, the <laughs> hijinks ensue as they are hunted and stalked and some of them killed throughout the movie.
2: Oh, yeah. those poor bastards. Yeah. Then a great sort of, I, I wouldn't say necessarily a precursor to like a post-credit scene that we get in MCU movies, but there's oh, a pretty yeah. cool, yeah, there is. pretty cool I stinger. I love
3: that, yeah. Very
2: like shower I've ever seen in my entire life. I,
3: all I could think about was like, this woman's about to burn. To death like that's not <laughs> yeah. it ain't right i've like, been in how? the steam
2: room at my gym and it's not half as steamy as that shower so that's a good whatever that university like, she's more at. ventilation yeah, more yeah. That, that is i know what you did last summer so let's go to two minutes with tim this is our buddy tim ryan he's our review curation manager at rotten tomatoes he's going to tell us what the critics were saying at the time way back when we were so young 1997
1: two minutes with tim If you were a teenager or young adult in the mid to late 90s, it's likely that Kevin Williamson left an indelible stamp on your pop culture memories as the writer for the first two Scream movies and the creator of Dawson's Creek. Sandwiched between Scream and Scream 2 was I Know What You Did Last Summer, and all three of them shared some of the same elements. All three featured a bunch of fresh-faced stars, soon-to-be household names, and all three trafficked in lots of old horror movie cliches. However, while critics praised the way the Scream movies mocked and subverted said cliches, many also felt that I Know What You Did Last Summer simply recycled them. I Know What You Did Last Summer is rotten at 44% on the Meter with 75 reviews, and it has a 41% audience score. And just for comparison, I Still Know What You Did Last Summer from 1998 is rotten at 7%, and I'll Always Know What You Did Last Summer from 2006 is rotten at 0%. So what did the critics have to say? In a Rotten review, Rosalind Bentley of the Minneapolis Star Tribune wrote, Even though the murders are gruesome, the film is not scary, nor is it clever. We've seen this many times before, but with different titles and different stars. However, in a fresh review, Derek Ellie of Variety wrote, Just clever enough to rise above the usual fodder, its appealing cast and technical confidence go a long way toward paving over narrative and character lapses. The Rotten Tomatoes critic's consensus reads, a by the numbers slasher that arrived a decade too late. The mostly tedious I know what you did last summer will likely only hook diehard fans of the genre. So that's I know what you did last summer. Let's kick it back to Jacqueline and Mark. I know what they did last summer and the summer before last, but I'm sketchy on what they did any of the summers before that. <laughs> Uh, Tim, I'm glad you brought
2: that up because that's a perfect transition to my first question for Movie Talk. Hit the music, Brian. And that question is, does anybody remember what they did last goddamn summer? I The last five <laughs> years just all kind of blend into this Vitamix and it's just this weird smoothie of memory yeah. that I drink and I have no... <laughs> idea where what ha- what did I do last summer yeah I don't I use remember
0: movies I use movies to like mark the passage of time
2: okay like so, if I
0: remember where I saw a movie I can remember generally smart. what I was doing before or after that but anything like if I don't go to an event time doesn't matter
2: I'm trying to think of one movie I saw last summer
0: I mean I don't
3: know where doctor I was strange. three hours ago like
2: okay yeah the doctor strange the, the 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 MCU phase four you don't know where you were last week <laughs>
3: no I, li- I no. Well, and also, like, I like I feel like outside of school or normal, you know, normal jobs, it's like there's no, like, oh, it's summer break. So it's like yeah. uh, every day is the same, you know, like, it, I don't can know. Can you
2: mark the passage of time with, like, the different gigs and, like, jobs roles that you've played where it's no. like, oh, yeah, that was November because I was on NCIS. But then it was, no, it was October. So I was doing SWAT. or No, it,
3: like, it, whoosh- like it immediately. I have too many sides to memorize. Like I can't remember. Like <laughs> my memory is very focused. Like I got nothing else. Like it's like. Do you want to know my lines from ten years ago? I got it. And they're like, "How old are you?" And I'm like, "Hold on, give me one minute." Like it's bizarro, So I don't know.
2: <laughs> um, this movie talks about the summer, but Grace, I want to talk about your your upbringing <laughs> because wow. if if, Way to transition. Movies, if movies were shunned in your house. You must have you you probably aware that like the scream and like I know you did last summer were coming out. So was it like the super exciting sort of secretive opening the Ark of the Covenant moment when you finally got to like pop in that DVD?
0: Yeah, tell us about the trauma of you discovering car. Yeah.
3: Ooh, I mean, how much time do we have, guys? Um, My upbringing was so fun. Um No therapy needed. No, you know,
0: I, I think it that's was why like, literally was like, that's like a hard transition to people that have had rough childhoods. Like literally, horrible. like if you turned, that's why I felt that. I was literally like, let me talk See to you about your upbringing. upbringing. <laughs> that is a fucking triggering. Talk <laughs> to you about your upbringing.
3: Happy upbringing over here is like, let's I talk know. about mom and dad. That is the sense of a person that had a good childhood, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Love you, mom. <laughs> <laughs>
2: this, you
3: know. And she's just like, that's my boy. And me, i like, are like, well, like, I don't what know where are you she lives. What talking about? them, fighting words. <laughs> Who told you?
2: Your upbringing <laughs> in terms of watching horror movies. Sorry, mm-hmm. that's
3: so good. Yeah, uh, we just we're, were absolutely connected like this now. Um, I mean, I, I feel like anything that was like fun or interesting or stylish was all banned. Mm. You know, like happiness is maybe
2: a better <laughs> way to put it.
3: You <laughs> couldn't have any of that. So I didn't discover any of it until... Much later in life, honestly, which is hilarious because I'm such a weird, spooky lady. And so when I did, it definitely was that. But it was also, like, the extra—it was extra fun because I was like, oh, I'm doing something rebellious. Like, mm. So I, like, was like—like, like Scream, I love. Like, when yeah. I watched Scream, I was like, that's the shit right there. And yeah. I remember being very, like— Oh, no. And then it like went, you know, it snowballed yeah. and I watched everything.
2: Right. I mean, this was kind of like continuing that IV drip. Like people were so totally. hooked on Scream. It's like because Scream 2 came out the next year, it says, it did, as Tim yeah. mentioned. And so I know you did last summer kind of wedged in between there. But I mean, again, I just feel like this movie stands on its own two legs because of that premise mm. and some of the chasing. So like, what what's the, the scene? that stands out for you the most? Like you mentioned, you love seeing all these individual action sequences and like some of the interpersonal connections. What's the one that gets you when you watch this movie?
3: I mean, I slightly, I have like a sort of like beta answer because Ryan Phillippe in this is so hilarious, like unintentionally, but like I love it. Uh, So I like his almost (laughs) car murder scene. Mm -hmm.
4: Oh, right. He's just
3: so grouchy and like, he just goes from zero to a thousand. But I think my favorite, if I had to pick, I do, I like the ending scene. I like the climactic Mm. of her just like in this like, mini house of horrors boat that has seventy thousand cupboards and locks and ice boxes and she's just like trekking around and actually trying to get away from him, which is what I would be doing. I'd be finding a weapon and then doing that. But she I like how she just keeps going. Yeah.
2: yeah. Like I, I would not know where these nooks and crannies are going. Jennifer Love Hewitt really maneuvered yeah. that end scene pretty well.
0: I would love to one day, and in fact, if anybody from... Actually, I know some people over at the MTV and Paramount Networks would give me the MTV Movie Awards from the year that this was there because the scene that I love was the same scene that they parried in the MTV Movie Awards, which is the (laughs) one,
3: What are you waiting for? What are
0: you waiting (laughs) for? Oh, yeah.
3: Don't you see? He's got us now. Okay, this is exactly what he wants. We can't go to the police. Not now. He's made sure of that. He's just out there and he's watching us and waiting.
4: What are you waiting for, huh?
3: What are you waiting
4: for?
0: First of all, on its face, dumb. Like, She's who fed are you up, screaming at, girl? Like, legitimately, they're all being hunted, and either he's going to pop out and kill you all, then they're going to be mad at you for taunting
2: him. Sure. Or
0: two, it's like he's just sitting there looking at you like... Like it's just, <laughs> this is not gonna go the way that you think. Anyway, so I love that scene it's because best it, to
2: not taunt killers. For yes. those listening, it's it, I mean, try not to taunt murderers.
0: Yes, the entitlement and sort of like absurdity of these people and this whole premise <laughs> is just laid out in that because y'all know what you did. You know what you did. Like I know you know that like. The fact that y'all believe that there would be no consequences to your actions is the biggest <laughs> Why is comedy this guy hunting of this. Us? Well, you did, did murder
2: somebody. I want to. Well, th- no, they didn't. They just but hit and severely, you know, great True, true. I feel like these kids don't get enough credit for how well they dispose of the body. They got their shit together pretty quick. They hit him. No other car has approached for five minutes. They managed to get the body in the trunk. They managed to get it down to the, to the water. They pushed it in the water. Sinks down. Wash your hands clean. I'm not saying that's what I would have done. Okay? Mark Ellis <laughs> is going to Johnny Law on this. But I'm just saying they really did a good job. They played above... Their, their pay grade as far as like covering up a potential murder goes.
0: I mean, again, I mean, given who they are, like, we're currently watching a murder case literally right now play out in North Carolina that is Ooh. very along the lines of this right now. And honestly, I, I think they would be on the stand like this dude right now trying to or hum and hum and hum and <laughs> hum. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think it would. they would have gotten caught under honestly any other circumstances. Remember, this is before DNA was prevalent. This is 98. Like, just the concept that these two would get a, like. Murder was so much easier before DNA evidence. Like people just <laughs> ain't that the truth. Just murdered
2: my, people my and yeah. buddy nobody does a knew joke about that. That's so funny. That kills me. Really, really. Yeah. Yeah. That kills you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I see. I just walked right. In. I just walk into these. I didn't even. know <laughs> God, you had planned that. But
0: no.
3: But like, legitimately, it's like,
0: like, legitimately, they couldn't find you.
3: Oh yeah, no, and, they, and for like forty years they'd be like, ah, yeah, we don't know.
2: Well, especially if you don't have any like like this. If you have to hit somebody in this particular town, yes. you pick the right target because nobody knows who the hell this guy is. Nobody said he know. went missing. They Did They
0: know who he, they didn't know who he was when they hit him at first. They no. just knew. Like
3: yeah, because there's a great line where dude, those like exposition yeah. line where they're like, "Who is it? I can't tell. His face is all messed up." And you're like, "Oh, I bet they're <laughs> trying is, to tell us we don't know who it come, is. <laughs> this
0: is gonna come back <laughs> yeah. later." Yeah, and getting then, hit
2: by your daddy's car tends to do that to a face.
0: Sure, absolutely. And then also too, let's remember this was playing on the Hook Legend. It was supposed yeah. to be playing on this idea of like you know the the great story. murdering murdering fishermen.
2: Yeah, where Captain it's like Hook, there's yeah. it, it was the way it was always told to me was there's like a couple in like the back seat? they're at make out point or whatever yeah they're starting to get a little fresh <laughs> and then they're listening to they have the radio on because what's he's working sexier, on our snaps yeah mm-hmm. Hey, hey well, but while we make out let's listen to am news radio yeah <laughs> everybody wants to hear that while they're banging and sure. so they mentioned oh there's an escaped guy he's got a hook look out for a guy with a hook and then they hear something scratch in the car Ooh, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. he gets out of the car and he just sees the bloody hook hanging oh, there oh my god oh it's so good
3: Sleeping Dogs now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie dot com slash wondery.
2: The, is there the question? I guess I have because I do. Like I said, I, I like the setup of this movie, yeah. and I think that it, it pays off well. Grace, is there anything that like legitimately gets you scared in this movie? Because again, you're a professional horror movie watcher by this point. What is the scariest moment in this movie?
3: I mean, honestly.
2: There's a lot of jump scares.
3: There's some good jump scares, um, which I do love. I know some people are like, nah, cheap, and I'm like, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love when I'm screaming by myself. Done well, yes. yeah. Like, like Haunting of Hill House when when Nell like comes from the backseat. Yeah. For me, it was when they when he dove in to get the crown because I'm super super hydrophobic and I was like I would let every single person I love just sink right to the bottom like you're on your own. I'd be like Chihuahuas maybe that's it. Um, but when she opens the Chihuahuas the trunk, would be fine though. Like let's be real, they're <laughs> born to swim. They even do it. You just hold them above water and they're ready to go.
2: Imagining her little dog Baxter just paddling <laughs> to shore. After murdering his someone. little
3: Snoop. Oh, man. but it's uh when she opens the trunk and <laughs> for whatever reason, what's his name Max is in there and he's deceased, we suppose well he is yeah and but the, all the crabs crawling on him oh, and like right. out of his mouth like that's when I legitimately scream in this movie. I was literally just like, yeah. he's got sea cockroaches in his mouth and he's like, I hate that scene.
2: I think when, when he when the killer is chasing Sarah Michelle Gellar's character around, like during yes. the beauty pageant night, that's, like a, that's a good sprawling. Ch- yeah. I mean, they're running through half the town. You're Getting your steps in, she broke a stop car her. window. Where did they film yeah. this
0: one at? They were in some is it North Carolina that they were actually in, or were they in Savannah? I heard they filmed someplace weird, like they some,
2: didn't... It was filmed in different locations, it but was filmed in
0: South Carolina. That's what it was. The
2: boat scene How at the end it? was filmed on an actual boat, uh, in, Ca- in the Cape Fear River.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, damn. I did know because, um. I, th- I think it is South Carolina because Myrtle Beach, like that's the other kicker is like Myrtle Beach is big on filming because you can film outside of the summer season and it looks like, you know, mm-hmm. like this Freezing. really, like, you know. <laughs> also why it looks cold in this whole thing like again it it looks freezing the whole time why does nobody have on anything (laughs) resembling a summer outfit like even Jennifer Love Hewitt in that like iconic scene she's got a sweater around her waist (laughs) which she was wearing at one point and they were like you gotta show some
3: skin and she was like (laughs) like miserable (laughs) poor girl like
0: dying you could totally tell Also, I will say this about this movie. Um, I love the look of it. I give it bonus points for the look of it. That marshy, swampy... You can smell the racism, but it's like buried underneath skeletons type <laughs> and then, stuff. You know, we I mean? have like
3: our hill people interlode with
0: Annie. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Like again, it's baked in. The yeah. racism in that oh, stuff sure. is baked in. But yeah. there is some really, really great Southern Gothic imagery with it.
2: <laughs> and uh, producer yeah. Brian weighs in. We are both really of good. us are right because it was filmed in North Carolina, but the town is Southport, North Carolina. So we really? get some, oh. out, get some north, a little oh. bit of everything. Thank you, Brian, for that. Thank you, Brian. Um, and yeah, the the what are you? waiting for a scene is another good where it's just like what are you doing
0: I don't like that scene is great for a trailer for a moment of anguish yeah, that they later put out of the film that, yeah exactly <laughs> otherwise it's the trailer was where it was the, the yelling part, part? yeah
3: exactly but
0: that is not that's in the movie though she does do the like uh, yeah. you know whatever but it's scene. from like yeah. a drone
3: like yes. they don't even give her her big up, no, like it's from no. like it's totally ineffective we can you're just like w- what are you doing
0: back with? up yeah. and talk
2: about the rest of that scene because like for some reason Anne Heche is here. And just like very, like. W-
0: Everybody like, needs. Super creepy. You need an oracle moment. Like, by yeah. the way, this is a very standard, you know, oracle moment. That's all that is. Is like, you need to give somebody that's kind of like in an even more stereotypical movie. That woman's doing voodoo. Like, right, you know like what I mean? Or like the priest
2: in an exorcist movie. Exactly. Okay, like, she's like
0: in the
3: backyard, like skinning squirrels. Yeah, like, what exactly. is she doing? And you're just like.
0: Why are you here? Yeah. What's happening? <laughs> it, exactly. Um, but if you can get in, hey, go ahead and do it. Sure. Um, and, and that's what that, that character is meant to be. It's just somebody that adds that much more expositional mystery and terror. And another this, weird
3: person to and suspect. And another
0: weird person to suspect. That's all okay, they so serve.
2: We we have this question here that, that I bristle at, but I'll put it to you before okay. I, I, I weigh in with Look my two cents. The question <laughs> is, the question is, and I guess producer Brian put this here, isn't the note she gets kind of cheesy?
3: Yes, I say The like no. original note, like the yeah, I, know I know what it. you
2: did last summer. I think that's oh, awesome. Oh no, no, if no! You... I'm the one that got run over. I am torturing these kids, and I'm <laughs> the handwriting is too good. I will say that the handwriting it's too is too good for that, that man. There's shit. no way that's his handwriting. You know what?
3: I, good calligraphy on that guy. You can't trust people who use sharpies. And he's got
2: a hook. How's he writing?
3: <laughs> that's fair. Sorry. This well, it's not fair. like an actual hook. He holds it with his. Yeah,
0: hands.
2: He's, 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 I haven't seen him let it go. <laughs>
0: For the camp of it, it's brilliant. It's he lets go of it camp. at the end. Okay. For the camp little... of it, it's brilliant. Let's be honest. This is like literally like kind of like a drag queen horror story because like he gets costumes and accessories. Totally. He sends, like, I love like burn that jacket. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like he's very <laughs> like. He's into I He's very like, I'm going to seek my revenge theatrically. And you know, well, he's like, not trying to go about like. Just straight. This is not
3: get Carter. Like he's building it up to torture them as much as possible.
0: Right. He
2: made a conscious decision when yeah. he pulled himself, when he hooked himself out of the water and he said, I'm not going to the <laughs> cops. I'm not reporting this. I'm going to do this on my own. I'm going to take a year, get to know myself, re- rehabilitate. And then I'm going to, then I'm going to murder a bunch of teens next summer. And it's going to be fun. I'm going to have fun doing he it. He was just exactly. sitting at the
3: bottom of the beach, like planning all of this, which yeah. is like the weirdest scene. I'm like, why did you sink, sir? Like, swim. Like, just go back up. And he's just like. <laughs> and you're like, what are you doing, dude? Like, bodies don't sink like that unless you exhale all your air. So he's just sitting down there, like, plotting. That's what I like to imagine.
2: I oh. think the note's great. And I think the end, I still know, is just, oh, it's chef's kiss. I do
3: like that. I still know. I on, still the mirror, know. on the mirror, yeah. on the yeah, shower. That's clearly,
2: yeah. his, Freddie likes to crack jokes. Yeah. You know, Michael Myers just likes to stare. Yeah. And this guy, he's got a little sense of humor to he's him. He's got
0: jokes. He's, yeah. got, he's
2: got some playfulness about him, but he also is just there to murder you.
0: He's definitely there and to murder you. I, I love the, the busting love through the, the shower. Even the handwriting it's so is so extra. Camp. Mm-hmm. Even the handwriting is camp. The handwriting yeah. is way more like, met, like he he's doing those lines the way he's doing them on purpose. Like he could just write it out Clear, legibly, mm. but he's making it. So more he's of a, a thing. well.
3: He's you know he's a cerebral guy. He does you have know. He spent a year background. finding, yeah, yeah. yeah find himself. finding himself, in like t- really getting in tune. In another life.
2: <laughs> it it is based on that. You know, we talked about like the guy with the hook hand. you you have any good urban legends that you that you enjoy oh. like that? The hook or the other one was I think there's like a couple in a room somewhere. And there's like, again, escaped convict on the loose and look out and it's like got a hook or something. They hear scratching at the door or maybe maybe the maybe one the lover went out to go like look and see what was making the noise. Then this woman, she hears scratching at the door and she's like, oh, no, that's got to be the guy with the hook. I'm not letting him in. It turns out. It was her lover who had been severely injured by the guy with a hook and he was scratching at the door. Oh, God. Talk, and See, he was were, just scratching his fingernails off.
0: We do more like Hood Legends. Like, mm-hmm. it's more about like legendary moments. It's sort of like, um, you remember at the beginning of. Uh, neighbors where they're like talking about like great moments and like frats where it's like oh our frat invented this but really like (laughs) nobody's frat like that's more about what we have it's like oh did you hear about that brother that got away with doing this it's like (laughs) let me tell you what he did you know like that kind of thing like legend and fable type stuff we weren't being like let me tell you about like the crazy the scary stories Yeah. Again, and again we have scary enough things going on. I don't know that <laughs> know. There's, there's
2: any basis in reality as far as like this hook, like if ever actually happened, like there was some escape guy, but like that's, those are sort of the urban myths. The other one that my dad always told me that he never believed, but he said that they, the high school boys would always tell it to the high school girls. So they'd get scared is he grew up in like the like inner city sort of DC, but there's like some woods mm. not too far away and that th- there was a the legend of this guy goat man that just oh, lived. that's legit.
0: That's a real yeah. thing.
2: And it, like, and and I think it made Goatman has roots all the way up to like New Jersey, too. He's he like
3: his own bridge that's yeah. hella haunted. Yeah. Mentioned oh, in really? a Hellboy
2: comic is, uh, oh, my, and my brother, sure. my brother gave me the Hellboy comic for my birthday a couple years oh. ago. Oh. Goatman is big. <laughs> I, <in laughs> I thought our you were family. gonna say, like, when you were 10, Goatman. you're like, yeah, last year. No, big Goatman family. I, yeah, yeah. Okay.
3: I, I support that. This. Oh, yeah. I love, yeah. I mean, I love creepy stuff. I don't know if it counts as an urban legend, but I feel like I'm so obsessed obsessed with the Amityville Horror House, Mm -hmm. but not just like the like haunted part, but also the historical actual violence that happened that led to it like that. I don't know if that counts, but it just fascinates me. Like, I want to know what the hell happened in that house.
2: And that house, that property, it's just down the road from the Conjuring house. They're not that far they're they're oh, separated by I was just
3: sold
0: like Are really I totally. yeah.
2: really I think so. I'm yeah.
3: surprised but I don't think so. I have a hard time with those people just <laughs> Let's arm wrestle.
0: They be right talking about my
2: ass. I, when they're, I found they're both out how in the northeast
0: watch they're
3: like neighbors we're like <laughs> they uh-huh. might be. And honestly a concentration
0: of weirdness like that not surprising. When I found out, yeah. out how much uh those people that found that did the Amityville were like con artists that's what I was like, "Oh, maybe not." <laughs> like the couple who moved in after? No, the the people oh, that Oh, the lawyer. The 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 people who call themselves clairvoyants and mediums, they may have experienced Oh, you're that. talking about uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren. Yeah, the, those people. They yeah, may yeah. have had the things at one people. Pe- those people. Yeah. They may have had something happen them. to them at one point. But towards the end, it was just the scam. Like, the scam <laughs> was the scam. Like, there may have been some decency at the beginning. I don't want to, like you know, go against their legend. But towards the end, they were just scamming the scam. You know who
2: they needed to run into was uh Walter Peck from Ghostbusters, <laughs> the guy who says that it's a fake electronic light show. Oh. You put Walter Peck from the EPA versus the Warrens oh. and you really make them prove that they're seeing the <laughs> nun or Annabelle or whatever the hell they're dealing with that week. Like, again, it's all good storytelling and it it's scary stuff. And maybe yeah. there's some loose basis in reality, much like this film is very loosely based on a Lois Duncan novel. Did you ever read the Lois Duncan novels?
3: No, I. which I honestly, I think I would enjoy. It's oh, you love bit, them. It's like a little bit
0: different. This one, I would say, of all of those teen adaptations, keeps it pretty close up until, like, the twist. Oh.
2: It's yeah. it's, yeah. The, the twist's a little bit different. Yeah. What are, the what? twist is
0: a little bit more boring in the book, if I recall correctly. Oh. Like, I think the twist was like, oh, this is just some guy. No. I'm still
2: trying to remember if I if I actually read this book because I definitely read Killing Mr. Griffin I read this and, and Don't sure. Look Behind You was another one. Do I like that one? Yeah, it's. And I like that title. Is all I'm saying. It's the literal <laughs> premise. Like, and we got to sign this crap in in school. So like, like they kids walking this stupidest reading.
3: shit, and you got cool stuff. They were like, "Here's Red Batch of Courage. Do you want to be depressed <laughs> for the rest of your life?" And I was like, "No, I want this
2: teacher." <laughs> Here's no, the they Scarlet gave us, Letter. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> good luck having sex in high school, kids. <laughs>
0: You know what's so funny is I read a romance novel version of the Scarlet Letter where it was oh, hey. like all kinds of sexy, and I told my uh, eighth grade, know, my like eleventh grade uh, class oh, about I it. Oh, I need to
2: be in this meeting, and they were like, I need to see. They this were book like, report.
0: Nathaniel Hawthorne was a Puritan. I was like, yeah, but there's book versions where they get dirty. But also, you
3: know that the Puritans were only just like, like totally hypocritical, like.
0: You, you sinna and then like
3: they're at home like doing kinky yeah, shit you but, know they are
0: but basically i was like i because i was in class and it was it was dumb because i was a uh 10th grader in 11th grade english class So it was like that they were like oh Ooh. you poor little child they
3: were basically Just like a little e- humble brag
0: she no. was like i was three in the college class <laughs> but it was not five. three i was not three i was 10th grade and it was only because of scheduling i was not that smart this is what it was so they were like, basically like, you're an idiot. That's not the reading. I was like, I read a Scarlet Letter book. Because it was like before like, we got the assignment, right, I was right. like, it was I, about a Scarlet A. And she was getting busy. And so I was like, Noice. how much more do I need to read? <laughs> That's the kind of community
2: you want to be in in that Again. time in history. Is you you like, oh, I got a Scarlet Letter. I'm going for the whole alphabet.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. she was just um, doing it with that dude. But it just basically made it into a romance novel where they're in this like, you know sexual loving relationship. It has the same beats. <laughs> it's like, okay, you know how they like, they make it like Star Wars or whatever. Like they take the beats of Star Wars and they just make it sexy. They do that with romance novels too. It's just less explicit.
2: I'm sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like
3: like smut TikTok? Yes, exactly.
2: And that. some romance possibly blossoming from the set of this movie. I know you did last summer. Yes. Freddie yes. Prince Jr., Sarah Michelle Gelley. I know. And then a year before, you had Scream, where it's David Arquette and it's Courtney Cox, and, and then I a year know.
0: after this, you had Cruel Intentions, where it was Ryan Philippi and Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I call him Philippe. Is it Philippe? Yeah,
3: you've been saying Philippe the whole time. It is Philippe. It you know, is it? Philippe? I like it. Oh. I like when you say Philippe. Now.
2: Him and 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 Josh Duhamel is the other one because I just learned like last year that it's Duhamel, and not Duhamel. Shut up. Yeah. Been calling him Josh Duhamel this way. That's why he won't return my calls.
3: You just kind of like you do like a weird throat clearing thing when you're not sure. You know, Josh Duhamel. You know, like you just do it like that to like oh, cover so that you don't know. I'm how a to big say fan it. of
2: Ryan' f- <clears throat> performance. Yeah, yeah, movie. yeah. Ryan yeah. Phillippe. Apologize yeah. to the actor, not the character he plays because that really is...
3: Watch us totally be wrong and kind of it really is. Um,
2: I did text my dear friend Freddie Prince Jr. that we were doing this movie. Ooh, I'm glad we're doing
3: another humble brag.
2: <laughs> he did text me back. I'm friends with some celebrities that he's the only one I brag about because it's just too he's exciting. He's doing the
3: next one that they're like rumbling about.
2: There, there's rumbles. There's rumbles about more I know you did last summer. Really? There's, people still with know her, apparently. With, with, yeah. Oh, with and
0: two of them.
3: Yeah. I will say
0: this. I do not know this person at all, but I've interviewed her a little bit because I interviewed her for that Teen Wolf show. Mm-hmm. And of everyone, let's be real, still an icon. Sarah Michelle Gellar? Oh, 100%. Yeah.
2: Without a doubt. Buffy? Yeah. And I've, heard like, rea- yeah.
3: I've only ever heard really nice things about
0: Absolutely. her. Absolutely. Like, hands yeah. down. Like, still, like, been through, like, in my opinion, a lot of, like, really... Shitty bullshit, mm-hmm. and still yeah. managed to stay 100%. like for somewhat sane person on the other side of it. Yeah,
2: told Freddie we were doing this. He wrote me back. He's like, I don't know why it's wrong. He said people loved the f out of that movie. They
3: did. <laughs> but did he say the real word or did he literally type the f? He said the real. He word. Said okay, the real I was word. I was like going to be disappointed. Freddie, yeah,
0: I'm not going to lie to you. I see a Matthew McConaughey Renaissance for him. He looks still so great. He is. Definitely like has still that movie star quality, which is what he had even back here. And he's got
2: that presence yeah. of voice with Kanan, the uh, the yes. Jedi in, in Star Wars canon. So
0: I'm ready to see him do more like live action stuff because I know like that was his choice. Like he like wanted to be like a dad and a family guy, and so like just took like a big step back to do that when he had wow. his kids. Yeah. Like yeah, he's been very open about that. I'm sure you know this already, but if he's if the kids are grown, like let's let's get back out yeah. here, kid. Let's- well, this could do it. great.
3: It's like what is it now? Like I. S- I still remember and I still know what you did 27 summers ago like yeah. I don't know what it's gonna be I, I but like I would that. love him to I, be back I want the
2: actual year date on it and yeah. I want it to be like one of those
3: titles that's just 67 sentences like it just goes on and on and Isn't on it'd be interesting to Keep, see
2: where the canon goes with the TV show it, w- that we had recently but I think that was like a kind of a rebranding of the franchise so we'll see if we can go back because there's reunion possibilities I man
3: well and I what I love is the stuff that people are always like that's stupid but I like the little Valentines to like the fans like There's, like, a flashback, Mm. and then they bring Sarah Michelle. Like, I love that. Like, I would be
0: so happy to be like, Did you see
3: Flatliners, though? Like, I I liked
0: Flatliners, and that was, like, one of my movies like this from back in the day. The original
2: 1990 film. Yeah, and
0: I didn't hate the remake, but, like—
2: Kiefer Sutherland shows up in it, right? Yeah, I
0: wish that it wouldn't have existed (sighs) if it's going to be— You know what I mean? Like, I didn't mind it. I still was about
3: it, but a lot of people weren't. You know have know you mean? gotten to a particular part in Scream 5? Either of you that might be relevant to this conversation, but I'm not spoiling it if you have
2: uh, Go ahead. Go ahead. It's too good. No. Well, they have
3: you're... they have like totally CGI Billy Loomis come back. That's oh, right. Yeah. And that's I, right. Like, yeah. I lost. I literally was like, yeah,
2: it was, I it's love cool. that stuff. It's, it's a cool device, that's and sorry, I don't think I'm sorry. done with that yet in the movie.
3: Oh, 100%. Because oh, I've seen him pop it. up a couple times. And it's it, like, is there for a reason? Like yeah. later in the film, you're like, <laughs> And yeah. it looks like it's
0: sick. it looks
2: good. I was watching. I was like, "That Skeet taking
0: care." of And himself. it looks exactly yeah.
3: like how he looked. And he looked was there. in the first he one. He was like
0: a physical presence. when yeah. they did. Yeah, that. And, and they, they like young him. him. Yeah. I even
2: tell CJ the first time. I'm like that. That guy's doing cryotherapy. Like, that, that guy's doing cryotherapy. Like, good. <laughs> good on <laughs> him. Are we excited for more screams?
0: I am. Yes. Can you long guys long do them
2: till the end of the time? If
0: they make Jenna Sydney. Okay. Like they really need, yeah, to, yeah, in yeah. my opinion, build the franchise around her. Yeah. Yeah. They need to like bump the
3: final girl like vibe
0: right now. Like if they make her the final girl. I think you can build around that for forever. Just watching her on stage with Aubrey Plaza on Sunday night. I was know. I was it's like, so great. Just keep fucking doing it, girl. Aubrey <laughs> has made a career out of this. Yeah. You can make a lot of money out of being
2: over it energy oh so good like to that. know yeah <laughs> cream six coming out yeah. tomorrow uh, i'm still uh, about an hour into five cream as i call it but i will finish it before the before i see five scream cream. six okay and so that's my let my, me know what you
3: think when you finish it. i will
2: that's my solemn promise to okay. you and all of our listeners. i'm gonna hold you to it i will finish five Cream, <laughs> probably in the next 48 hours uh we we don't have a lot of time left but i do want to get to this mailbag because this is insane Brian, hit the music Uh, We always love when y'all email us. Rotten Tomatoes is Wrong is the name of our podcast. RT is Wrong at RottenTomatoes.com is the email address. You can send what Kevin and Carla did. Very, very fresh members of our ketchup crew because they are on their boat in New Zealand during a cyclone.
0: Serious. This that is an all commitment.
2: What a crazy world, but we love the show. I
0: hope y'all are okay still.
2: <laughs> we just realized you missed an awesome movie, Natural Born Killers from 1994, oh, which is 48% is on yeah. the tomato meter, more than 81% 50? on the audience score. So oh, I guess wow. the audience got it right. Crazy, just like our wildlife on the ocean. Cheers. Kevin and Carla. Do you think Kevin and Carla live on the boat? Like, I, mean, I mean, are they, are they alive, they alive might right
0: now. I hope they're okay. We're just going to assume that Kevin and Carla are fine because they had enough reception to email this. They're tough. They're, they're New yeah. Zealanders. They're, I, they, they,
2: can, they can handle I'm a, a sure cyclone or two.
0: Um, and honestly, <laughs> there's just as many terrifying things that can attack you on the ground in New Zealand and Australia. So like, oh. I don't think the cyclone <laughs> is scaring them on the water. I'm about natural-born killers directed by Oliver Stone, written by Quentin Tarantino, but he disavows it.
3: Really? Why? I haven't seen it. Don't change it. From yeah, Stone changed yeah. it a
0: lot. In fact, mm. I think the only the only time he's enjoyed someone having one of his scripts was when Tony did it. And that's just because he loves Tony Scott. It's Which script is that? True romance.
2: Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, no. Right. Like he even that's says the like one, the yeah. way
0: that he the way that he does his commentary where he talks about it where he, the way that Tony shot the Sicilian scene, he said it's almost too good. It's better than the movie. <laughs> yeah. He said Dang. he shot it so well it's almost too good. And that's like a compliment, I yeah, think, that's, from that's, him, obviously. But yeah, yeah no, he disavowed natural-born killers because they changed too much. Natural-born killers,
2: uh, is sort of, it does have a lot of Tarantino energy. Now think of. I haven't seen the movie in forever. But Grace, you're a fan of serial killers. This features sure. serial killers. You watch a lot of those kind of shows is what I mean. But like, oh, I, you know. I,
3: I could murder everyone in this room and get away with
2: it 100%. <laughs> Very. Yeah. I love murder. Does <laughs> yeah because this this was before the craze of like oh we every serial killer gets a ten part documentary yeah. on Netflix. So this was like ninety four <laughs> where it's just sort of like this weird thing that happened. And again, Woody Harrelson and yeah, um, uh, from Cape Fear.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, get sorry. there.
2: God. This is and why I retired. Oh Tom from this Sizemore.
0: Showdown. Tom Sizemore, Woody Harrelson, Juliet Lewis. Juliet Lewis. That's and, what I was trying to uh, pick up. Damn. God, Tommy I Lee love Juliet Lewis. And
2: Robert Downey Jr. And Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. We could
0: yeah. Check that out. Anyway, I was it's a good star-studded movie.
2: I'm not sure what our budget is for the show the rest of the year, but I wouldn't hate joining Kevin and Carla on their boat for an episode. <laughs> Get some we can talk about like a water we can talk about water world. Have we done that? We may have already done that.
0: Did we, we did Waterworld. Right? I don't know that
2: we've done Waterworld. Let's see if we can do Waterworld with Maybe. Kevin and Carla in New Zealand. <laughs> Brian, go ahead and book the tickets. It's better to <laughs> beg forgiveness than ask permission. Correct. We're going to New Zealand. Thank you, Kevin and Carla, for that. Again, y'all can email us anytime. RT is wrong at rottentomatoes.com. Let us know what movies you want us to cover, what TV shows you want us to talk about, episodes you've already enjoyed. You can subscribe, rate, review, all that good stuff. Grace Hancock. God, it's great to see you. Thank you see so you. Much Thank you guys for joining having me. This us. was so fun. Uh, where can all the kids out there find you on all the... Uh, do you do the socials or do you yeah. just like just turn on your TV and you're going to see me within 30 <laughs> minutes?
3: You could do both. You can just follow me online everywhere at Mrs. Grace Face. That's where I'll typically post when my shows are airing. I have two uh, guest stars coming out next couple weeks. Look at you. Um, Look at thank you. you. And some so, cute yeah.
2: doggy pics. And lots
3: of twins.
2: Oh, they're so sweet. Um, what are you watching right now? What's the uh, what's the the latest TV show in you your know, household? I'm always
3: watching. I love, I watch a ton of foreign television. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm watching two French shows right now. Um, In English would be Black Spot and uh, The Forest, both of them on Netflix. Love them. Very, very happy with them. And then I'm also watching Poker Face on Peacock, which is, of course, fantastic.
2: Fun show. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. yeah I'm do you when it. you watch foreign shows? Do you do you do the dubbed or do you let them speak their native tongue and then do Absolutely. the subtitles? Absolutely.
3: No. a hundred percent. You can never watch the dubbed version unless you like legitimately have trouble with the captions. Right. Right. Always watch it in the native language.
2: Yeah. I mean, I have to. I have to put the subtitles. I, I have the subtitles on for everything now. Yeah, I do it's too. just <laughs> more convenient. And it started with Dairy Girls.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, like, it's they, hard. They their accents so are fast thick. And it's yeah.
2: thick and but once you put the subtitles, that show is so. good. Goddamn funny it's, it is it's so funny. funny I will yeah, never yeah, stop yeah. singing his praises anyway so I know you did last summer there's a murder but we end with some fun dairy girls yeah so okay, we got a little bit of everything full circle uh, Heather Grace Hancock Catch an amazing actor thank you so much for joining us thank you Jacqueline Coley what are we looking at next week
0: we're going dark we're, we're getting into the darkness yeah not Star Trek nice. style-y. <laughs>
2: our style <laughs> it's a new after dark next week enjoy Scream 6 if you've already seen 5 Cream for Jacqueline Coley Grace Hancock Ryan Perez, our producer, everybody here in studio, the whole gang here at Rotten Tomatoes and Rotten Tomatoes.com. I am merely Mark Ellis saying, I still know.